Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, I've got a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to go see uh, Ringo Starr and his all-star band. They're going to be playing at uh, Virginia Credit Union Live on June the 21st. So in the 5 o'clock hour, giving you a chance to win a pair of great, great tickets. Make no mistake about that. We hear about a plot to kill Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. A man... In his mid-20s, carrying multiple weapons and burglary tools, arrested outside of Justice Kavanaugh's home up in uh, Montgomery County, Maryland. We are all, I think, waiting for the uh, big decision relative to Roe v. Wade to come from the Supreme Court. But as we wait for that, i got to tell you something. The Supreme Court has actually had other decisions that they've handed down, other rulings, and... uh, Dr. John Augenbaugh, Professor John Augenbaugh from uh, Virginia Commonwealth University is joining us. And because even he doesn't know how to say or spell his last name, we just call him Augie. And I'm happy that he is here. Augie, thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon, Jeff. How are you? I am doing well. So uh, we're all waiting for the Roe v. Wade decision. But as I understand it, the Supremes have actually handed down uh, a decision or two on some other matters. Uh, yes. Uh, on Monday, uh, three cases were decided. There was one case handed down today. Um, and I think for uh, the, uh, shall we say, fair weather uh, followers of the Supreme Court, none of the four probably uh, registered all that much with the uh, general public. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a little bit like being one of those devoted baseball fans, right? Like you can figure out batting percentages and this and that. Uh, But the fact of the matter is anything the Supreme Court does ultimately touches us in some way, doesn't it? Sure. I mean, uh, the decision today uh, coming from a a case uh, out of the United Circuit Court of Appeals, which covers the far west coast, um, Supreme Court made it much more difficult for people to go ahead and sue uh, government officials um, who may have violated their um, constitutional rights. Um, so um, as somebody who teaches constitutional law, I was, I was quite interested, and it has quite a, quite a bit of impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it probably won't garner all that much attention um, in the media because, as you pointed out, 
quite a bit of the country, Jeff, is waiting for the Supreme Court's uh, ruling in the uh, Dobbs case uh, concerning uh, Mississippi's uh, abortion law. Yeah, well, but Augie, you're here and you've got, you know, could be dozens of people. I, I Believe me, there are a few people who are paying attention <laughs> as you're here. Um, tell us, so, so you're saying that it's going to be more difficult for us to sue a government official who may have violated our constitutional rights. Now, let's, let's play this out. What constitutional rights do I have that could be violated by the government official that maybe now I'm not going to have any recourse on? Well, the the case that was decided today um, is uh, looked at the scope of a Supreme Court precedent um, from the uh, early 1970s. Um, and uh, uh, the, the Supreme Court precedent in question was the um, uh, in the case of uh, Bivens. Um, it's mm-hmm. known as the Bivens uh, rule. OK. Um, and. The case that the court decided today was about a Washington innkeeper um, who wanted to sue Border Patrol agents for violating their First and Fourth Amendment rights. And according to a pretty strong majority of the Supreme Court, um, unless the United States Congress specifically creates a right for an individual to sue, The conservatives on the court held today that they weren't going to extend or expand the so-called Bivens Bivens role, um, that they were going to leave it up to Congress to do so. Okay. Okay. And Um, – so, yeah. so let me ask you when, you, when you look at that, because I think the, you know, many members of the court have said, look, we're, we're not in the legislation business. That's not what we do. And so to kick it back to Congress, as I've read this, and I'm, I'm certainly not as learned as you are, Augie, but as I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, well, they've simply taken it and handed it back to Congress and said, if you want to expand this, you want to do something with it, this is a legislative situation. Am, am I reading that wrong? Uh, no, I don't think you're reading it wrong. Um, and as I tell my students, um, when you get a ruling like we did today from the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court's basically telling the people and the people's elected representatives, this is a democracy. And if you think suing government officials for violating your civil rights is important, then craft something in legislation that clearly says Individuals may sue the government while the government agents are doing their job. Um, so if you're a fan of big democracy, okay, not big government, but big democracy, mm-hmm. then the ruling today definitely fits that. Um, and, um, and, and it's a kind of ruling that you are seeing more from this court mm-hmm. where the court is saying um, – Stop looking to the unelected federal judiciary. This is a democracy. Um, And unless something is specifically protected in the U.S. Constitution or limited in the U.S. Constitution, then it should be up to the people and their elected representatives to craft a solution. Yeah. So yeah. I, I know it's the Bivens case, but I mean, this is really, it's, it's sort of like the old doctrine of sovereign immunity, right? You can't sue the king unless Correct. the king says, sure, go ahead and sue me. 
And and what's pretty interesting, Jeff, is probably the two biggest critics on the current court about this idea of government officials having immunity are uh, Justice Thomas on the right and Justice Sotomayor on the left. Both of them have written um, uh, dissenting opinions when the court has not taken a case. They wanted the court to actually look at uh, uh, this idea of qualified or government immunity, and they mm-hmm. bas- both of them were very critical. Um, and, uh, and again, this leaves it up to the people and the people's elected representatives. What's so, so important to yeah, yeah? What's so important that you're going to you're going to spend valuable political capital? If this is yeah. a significant issue, do something about it politically. So I know you don't do predictions any more than I do predictions, but you think anybody on the House and Senate side will do anything about that? (laughs) I'm sorry, Jeff. In in, in the current United States Congress, probably not. I I, I would like to say yes, um, but... Well, heck, um, I would like to be taller and younger, and ain't neither one of those yeah. things happening there, Augie. I'm sorry, but yeah, I mean, uh, I you know, I still have you know long distant hopes of becoming you know the starting catcher for the New York Yankees, but it ain't gonna happen, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, the Yankees, man! Did I not mention I'm a Red Sox fan? All right, I may have to mention that the next time we're <laughs> evaluating you as to whether you should appear or not, but. Uh... <laughs> Hey, I, I was just pleased, Jeff, that you were willing to have me on your show, even though I was, I, even though I am a Yankees fan. Yeah, I, 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 you know that 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 kind of civility is greatly appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I appreciate that. Do you have any sense when the big decision? Right, I mean, we're all waiting for this uh, uh, Dobbs case to come down, the thing that would address Roe v. Wade. Do you have any sense as somebody who, again, I want to remind everybody? I mean, you've been following this. This this is your career in many ways. You've studied this yeah. and analyzed it for decades. When do you think we should look for that decision to actually come down? The end of the month or maybe the first week of July. This okay. court, Jeff, this court, Jeff, is really far behind on uh, handing down decisions this term. Um, okay. Even, even after handing down four decisions this week, the court still has 29 outstanding cases to decide before they conclude their work this term. Wow. Um, so uh, if I uh, if I had to venture a guess, um, it's going to be near the end of this month or the first couple of days of July. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, listen, we, we'll certainly have you back before then, and uh, make sure that we'll uh, uh, have you back when it comes down. Augie, I always appreciate you making time for us, even though you are one of those despicable Yankees fans. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't really hold that against you, although, <clears throat> all right, I hold against you a little bit, but I appreciate you making time for us anyway. Well, I appreciate you having me on the show, and, and again, uh, I enjoy uh, our conversation, so thanks, Jeff. Same here. Thank you, sir. That is uh, Professor John Augenbaugh, Dr. John Augenbaugh from VCU, and uh, I like his analysis. I appreciate his insight, whether we agree or disagree, whatever. Uh, I think he's a, he's, he's a really smart guy, except for baseball, and uh, appreciate it. It is 345, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA.
All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.